Well, welcome back to the podcast. Welcome to episode number 71 of Starting the Conversation. And welcome to today's Small Talk episode where I'm asking you the question of is your online presence popular or profitable and helping to give you a little bit of a nudge in the right direction. Now, this is actually a topic that I covered on the podcast way back in episode number six. And let me tell you, I have a whole lot more to say on the topic 18 months on, particularly because I think it's a hugely growing thing where we can fall into the trap of valuing the popularity of what we're doing online over the profitability of it. It's no surprise that we start to value the numbers because social media platforms are just throwing metrics in our face. You can't log on to Instagram without seeing how many likes your recent post got, how many followers you've got, and how many people are engaging with what you do. And one of my biggest frustrations with digital marketing is how easy it is to focus on these vanity metrics without truly knowing if they're playing a part in growing the big picture of what you're doing. It's so, so easy to invest huge amounts of time and energy in showing up online and creating content without ever really stopping to understand whether that's being effective in growing our business and feeding into the big picture of what we wanna build. It's counteracting that, which is exactly why I do what I do. As business owners, our time and our energy and our resources are so limited that it makes me really sad to think that some of us might be wasting that because we're looking at the wrong metrics and because we're valuing the popularity of what we're doing over the profitability of it. And when I say profitability in this episode, what I really just mean is the effectiveness. For you, your kind of big picture thing might not be profitability. But I guess what I'm really asking you here is, is your online presence just popular or is it truly effective in how it feeds into the big picture of what you do and how it grows your business? Now, this topic of popularity over profitability is something that I've been processing ever since my little 17-year-old self stepped foot into a meeting room and started thinking about digital marketing. I so clearly remember the day when I sat down with a client who were a big corporate company with a large online following. And in this initial meeting, they proceeded to tell me all of their impressive social stats. They told me about their thousands of followers and the amazing engagement rates that they get. And impressed as I was by those, I remember the question that followed from me really seemed to stump them. I just simply asked, that's great. How many of those followers are currently clients or are on their way to becoming clients? And the silence that followed that question for me was enough of an answer. Sure, they had managed to grow something which looked incredibly popular and successful from the outside, but they hadn't actually built something which was impacting their bottom line and growing what they were doing. As much as it would be nice to sit around on Instagram all day and just use it for fun, we all know the reality that if our business isn't being actively grown by our use of digital marketing, we're wasting our time, we're wasting our resources and we're wasting our creativity. If your online presence is not playing an active role in growing your business, it's not effective and it's not profitable. Now I totally get that that feels like a really harsh statement and a statement which is very easy to say but very hard to actually put in context and understand how that applies to you. So before going into a couple of insights on how to avoid falling into that trap, I wanna give you a quick example of how this used to show up within my business. Now, back before I started my business, my Instagram was purely personal. As you would expect from someone who had absolutely no reason to be using Instagram other than just to keep up to date with family and friends, I would share everything from what I was eating to when I bought my new car to which party I was at and to what random thoughts I was having. I gave little to no thought about what I was posting because, hey, I was just showing my life and enjoying it. There obviously wasn't a plan, there wasn't a strategy, and there didn't need to be because I was just using it for fun. 
But then I launched my business and I realized that, well, if I'm teaching others to grow through digital marketing, I should probably do it for myself. So I took the transition from taking my Instagram account from personal to intentional. And for me, that transition was the first time I'd come into contact with the popular versus profitable issue. I realized just how easy it is to start to value the stats rather than look at the big picture. And I also realized how hard it is to get yourself out of a place where you're valuing the metrics over the big picture of what you're building. At that time and within that transition, my followers were 95% friends and family who had an invested interest in my life, but it would be fair to say that they weren't hugely relevant for my business or interested in what I was sharing when I began to share content which was more focused on my work. So as a result, when I went through this transition, there was a period where my stats fell, where people were unfollowing me, where my content was getting less engagement. And I remember in that moment finding that a really difficult thing to process. Whilst the statistics were telling me that things were becoming less successful, when I looked at the behind the scenes and the big picture, I actually saw that that transition was really profitable for me when it came to how it was helping to grow my business. In that moment, I was just looking at those face value statistics and thinking, well, this is less popular, therefore it's less good. But actually, when I took a step back, when I looked at the big picture, when I knew what stats I should be looking out for, I understood that actually that transition was way more profitable and actually the stats weren't really lining up with the big picture of what was happening. But I'm so glad I went through that experience because it just showed me how easy it is to get to a place where you're valuing the popularity over the profitability. And it also showed me how easy it is for the statistics to actually not line up with the effectiveness of what you're doing. And I have to say as well, that is still sometimes the case for me. I pretty frequently find myself slipping into the mindset where the popularity of what I'm sharing and what I'm creating becomes more important to me than how effective it is in the big picture or how profitable it's gonna be for my business. So for me, this topic definitely isn't a master at once and move on kind of thing. It's something that I find myself revisiting all of the time, whether it's within my own business or whether it's when I'm speaking with my clients. So let's actually get onto the practical stuff to think about how you can avoid falling into this trap and hopefully take some active steps off the back of this episode to get to a place where you're really confident that your online presence is profitable and hey, maybe it's popular too, but the key thing is that it's profitable and that you're confident in how it's growing your big picture. Now, first up, what I wanna encourage you to do is to understand what profitable looks like for you. Imagine your social media being effective in growing your business and ask yourself the question of what does that look like and what does that achieve? Now, my guess here is that you probably wanna create an online presence which serves your current customers and attracts and generates new ones. Whilst the details within that are gonna look different for every single one of our businesses, nine times out of 10, that's what I find profitable looks like. It's creating something which serves current customers, but plays a really active role in attracting and generating new ones. It's really important actually just to be clear on that before you move on with any of the more practical stuff, because if you don't know what you're measuring profitability by, anything that you do that's working towards that isn't gonna make sense because you don't know what the big picture is. So just take a moment, whether you need to pause this episode, whether you've got it in your head now, 
Picture what that looks like. When you imagine profitability, when you imagine effective online presence, what does it achieve and how does it complement your business? And now that you've got that, what I want us to think about is how we can focus on the right statistics to measure that thing. Now, as much as I know, I just did that whole spiel about vanity metrics and how a lot of statistics actually don't indicate what we think they do. I am a big believer that statistics and metrics can play a really key part in us getting a handle on where things are at and also us knowing what to shift and what to change when we're looking to level up what we create. However, my biggest thing here is knowing which statistics we should be focusing on. We want to be tracking the statistics which actively contribute to our profits. It's so, so easy to look at your follower count or your like count, but rarely that actually gives you a valuable insight into the big picture of what you're building and how profitable your online presence really is. What I want you to think about here is which statistics for you would work towards that big picture that you defined. If for you, it's thinking about getting more clients on board, well, the metrics that you wanna be measuring is how many of your clients find you via Instagram or your blog. You wanna be thinking about how many people click through to your website or as a swipe up on your stories. You wanna be looking at how many people tag you when you're using your products or how many people engage with you when you're talking about a certain topic. Think about the way that you can track more meaningful statistics, which you can still put a number to and still understand and still compare, but have far more depth and far more meaning when it comes to thinking about the big picture. I know this one is a tough one to do and believe me, I find myself falling into this trap all of the time because social media platforms really do shove those vanity metrics like followers and likes in our face all the time. But I would just encourage you as much as you can shift your focus away from those metrics and be really clear on which metrics are important to you. Take some time off the back of this episode to really think about what you can track in order to define how well you are doing at being profitable in what you share. Think about the things that really matter when it comes to you growing an online presence which is effective for your business. Sure, you can't always measure things which are a direct contribution to that profitability, but you can very often find just a couple of stats that actually do give you a really good indication on how well you're working towards that profitability without having to sit down and ask yourself some big questions and really do loads of thinking. And once you've defined what that profitability looks like and also thought about the statistics which are gonna reflect that, it's time to make it practical and actually think about how you can create content and build an online presence which is going to be effective in being profitable for your business. Now I know that digital marketing can feel so, so blue sky. It's honestly the reason why I do what I do is because I truly believe that digital marketing can be simple and it can be practical. I think when you boil it down, the role of your content, and when I say content, I mean anything from your Instagram caption to your website copy, to your tweets, to your YouTube videos, The role of your content is to attract your ideal client or customer and serve them in a way that moves them towards working with you or making a purchase from you. I truly believe it comes down to the simplicity of being able to acknowledge who you're speaking to, what you offer, what journey that person goes on from being a stranger of you to buying that product or service, and then understanding how you can create content which answers their questions, meets their needs, and ultimately facilitates that journey that they go on. Honestly, it's as annoyingly simple as that. I'm not here to give you some magic formula or a three-step strategy which is gonna make everything simple. I'm here to remind you that showing up online in an effective way comes down to how many people you're taking from a stranger to a customer or a client. Your online presence and the content that you create should be one huge sales pitch, which never feels like one. 
If you want people to be booking your services the moment that they have the investment or buying your products the second that they launch, it's really important to value the role that your content plays in getting people to that point. I see this within my business all of the time. This approach to content, which I follow myself, ensures that 90% of people who book a discovery call with me book my services on the spot. Not because I'm a perfect fit for everyone, but because my content has played a valuable role in getting the right people to the final stage of their buying process before they even get in touch. Your content at its core should be proving your expertise, connecting people to your brand, building awareness around your offering, showing that you understand your ideal client, your ideal customer, and most importantly, giving people the next steps that they need in order to make that buying decision. In order to make this practical, really what you've got to do is consider what content topics would serve those purposes. Take away the detail and the faff about where you're going to post it or whether it will have a video or a graphic with it. And first, just think about the topics that you're going to cover. Get really clear about the conversations that you need to engage people in in order to move people from strangers of your business to customers or clients. The topics that you pick should acknowledge and meet the process that your audience go on from not knowing who you are to working with you or buying your products. Now, this isn't something that I can cover in a quick small talk episode, but what I want to do is really just start the conversation and give you some hints and tips that might help you to start figuring out what this is going to look like within your business and for your online presence. Some questions that you might want to ask yourself would be, okay, what problem or issue does my offering solve? How can I create content which is going to pique the interest of my ideal client by talking about those issues and addressing those problems? Or maybe you want to ask yourself, okay, well, what value or interest or challenge do I share with my audience or my ideal customer? How can I create content which is going to engage them in those conversations and make them connect with me on that level? Maybe it's asking yourself the question of what stops people from working with me or what sets me apart from my competitors? And then thinking about how your content can play a role in not only proving the difference in what you offer, but meeting people where they're at in terms of the things that are going to stop them from making that decision. For me, this is one of the biggest things that we forget that our content can do. I think we just assume, well, if people want to work with me, they'll work with me and I'll leave it at that. But actually, we can do so much within our content to help people who are at that consideration stage of their buying process to really know if you're the best fit for them. Ask yourself, well, when I'm on inquiry calls or when I get emails from possible clients, what questions are they asking? What you want to then be doing is answering those questions within your content. Ask yourself the question of, well, what matters to my clients or my customers about the businesses that they engage with? How can I communicate the things about my business which really matter to them? Now, what I'm not telling you to do is go on Instagram and just post a caption which is a direct answer to one of those questions. But what I do want you to do is think about how those questions are really just encouraging you to create content which speaks directly at your ideal client and acknowledges where they're at in their buying process. What you want to be doing with your content is actively taking every single member of your audience one step closer to being a paying client or being a paying customer. Keep bringing it back to the idea of who am I speaking to and how can I create content which is going to engage them, nurture them and get them that one step closer. It really is as annoyingly simple as that and I wish I could sit down with every single one of you on a coaching call to make this that bit more practical for your business. What I really want you to just think about is how can I create content which is going to serve that purpose. 
Don't think about what's popular. Don't think about what always gets engagement or what gets likes, but actually just think about what content is important for your audience to take in in order for them to wanna book your services or buy your products. And the last thing that I wanna really encourage you with is this final point of trust what you're building. I want to end on this point because I see it so, so often with my clients and within my own business. We're onto something really great, but then this feeling of self-doubt or comparison or seeing a change in the algorithm or seeing someone doing something different and finding success in it causes us to question what we're doing. So much of building an online presence which is profitable is entrenched in being consistent with what you're creating. And I totally get it. It can be really hard to know what is and isn't working. And I get how frustrating it is when it doesn't necessarily feel like the results match up what you're putting in. But providing you're doing the work of figuring out what profitable looks like for you, providing you know the right statistics to look at to define if you're actually achieving that, and providing you've done that work of figuring out how content can attract and nurture your ideal client or customer and move them one step closer to working with you or buying from you, there comes a point where you have to just sit down, show up and keep doing the thing. I often encourage my clients who are trying something new to ignore the statistics and put an end date in the diary for when they will create until. For them to say to themselves, well, okay, I'm not quite sure how Instagram TV is gonna work, but for the next six weeks, I'm gonna do a video every single week and I'm gonna completely ignore what the stats say and I'm just gonna let it be for that time. As much as I believe statistics are really powerful, I think when you're trying something new and when you're at that very early stage of building out your content, you almost have to put the blinkers on and just keep showing up. So trust what you're building. Nobody knows your business better than you. Nobody knows your offering better than you. Nobody knows your ideal client as well as you do. So trust yourself. Trust the fact that it is possible to build an online presence which actively grows your business. Trust the fact that things can be profitable and it doesn't have to take you a huge amount of time or a huge amount of investment. If there's one thing I can leave you with this episode on, it's to always take yourself back to that question. Where am I? Are things popular or are they profitable? Hey, if they're both, then great, well done you. But what I'd encourage you to do is just to give yourself permission to keep checking in with yourself. Ask yourself that hard question. Take yourself back through this episode anytime you need to, to figure out, okay, well, what does profitable look like? How do I define that in terms of statistics? And then how can I make sure that my content really is being profitable? I really hope this episode has helped you to think about that trap of popularity versus profitability. And I hope that it started the conversation for you on how that shows up in your business and maybe how you can tweak a couple of things about how you're showing up online and what you're creating in order to make sure that what you're doing doing is always on that profitability end rather than just the popularity end. To make you ensure that what you're doing is always working towards the big picture, is always growing your business and is always feeling profitable. So there we have it. I know this episode has probably just really scratched the surface on this topic and everything in me wants to talk for another hour and really dive into that buyer's journey stuff. But if that is something you're interested in hearing, I would love to talk about it on a future small talk episode. My clients are most likely bored to death of me talking about the buyer's 
guys journey but I talk about it all the time because I think that's what building a profitable online presence comes down to is understanding the journey that people go on from being a stranger of your business to a client or a customer so give me a shout if you've got any specific questions I would be more than happy to answer them so jump on over to Instagram you can find me at Alice underscore Benham send me a DM ask me a question happy to share and hey if you fancy making my day why don't you share that you're tuning in on whatever social platforms you enjoy I honestly can't tell you how much it means to me to see that there are faces and people and impact behind these numbers so thank you again for tuning in I'll be back next Monday because I'm back to weekly episodes within August with a conversation to share with you so until then I hope that you have a great week